0: Hey there, everyone, I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey there, everyone, welcome back to Strong Inside and Out, place where we talk about being a strong woman on the inside and out. Before we start this week's episode, I have to tell you something. I always love when I can get validation. I don't need to be commended for the work that I do, but I do look for validation sometimes in the weirdest places to see if I'm on track. And let me tell you something that happened this morning when I was walking the dog. I was listening to another podcast because I'm a big podcast listener as well. I think it always helps me just to do better at the work I do and one of the things that I heard the host talking about to their guest was about how important it was to not just build strength on the outside but that the strength comes from the inside and eventually your outside will match up and I was thinking back to last week's guest episode where Maria Perez was talking about her health journey and how she had to make the inside changes, right? The mind shift, the mindset shift. She had to think about her inside health, getting better before she could actually start to see results on the outside. And I thought about exactly what we talk about here every week. Now, you know, I'm a runner and I do believe that physical activity is super important, but I don't do it so that I can be in a specific kind of shape or look a specific way. I am (laughs) rather focused on making sure that I don't get overweight and that I do keep myself in control, especially aging. Um, and that whole process but again it's more about what happens first on the inside that carries out to the outside so that was validation for me and that made me feel really good because last week was a crazy week for me i had an entire week planned y'all i'm not even joking i am a planner i had it all planned all written down and good thing i do everything in pencil because i had to erase almost everything because nothing worked out the way i had it planned last week Anybody else have a week like that? I was sitting there at lunch by myself on Friday because um, I had a lunch meeting planned and then it got canceled at the last minute reflecting on the week. And I thought, well, it is Friday the 13th. So I guess I probably shouldn't be surprised. But nonetheless, it was one of those weeks last week. So again, to have that validation always makes me know that I am moving on the right track. Well, this week, I want to talk to you all about something that's really been on my mind lately. And it was funny because um, I always try to write the blog post to be related to whatever I'm going to talk about on the podcast. And most weeks, it's really, really similar. And then some weeks, it'll kind of follow the same content, but take a little turn because of something that happens over the weekend or after I've written the blog. But last week, when I was sitting down to write the blog, I have a calendar that gives me a quote every day and the quote for Friday the 13th, because that's when I wrote the blog, said, I'm going to read it to you here, only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. And that quote is by T.S. Eliot. I'm going to read it to you again because I want you to really hear this. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. I saw that Friday morning when I was looking over my calendar and making my changes and doing all of the things. And it made sense to me because as I reflect back on my whole life and I really think it's because I grew up in some chaos as a young child and I needed control and I needed structure for a long time in my life. I did not take risks. Now, I'm gonna preface it with until I turned 40. I will also say that I was pushed into making some changes but they weren't always my ideas. For example, moving to Houston. That was a big risk, right? I knew we could always come back. However, I knew that we had sold our house So if we were to come back, we would have to start over again, which was not that big of a deal, but that risk was forced on me. As a matter of fact, to tell you the truth, when I got offered the job in Houston, I was talking to my ex-husband and he was like, I don't know if I want to move. And I said, I don't, I don't want to move. I'm not, I'm not moving. And two days later, while we were at a family get together, he got upset with somebody in my family and blurts out, well, we're moving to Houston. So it wasn't even like we had talked about it and planned it, right? We knew the opportunity was there, but I wasn't on board with that. But now it was out there and it was public. And I always believe that if you're in a marriage, you should support each other and you should um, be able to be there for each other. And he made this decision. And so I went with it. So again, I played small for a really, really, really long time. It wasn't until I turned 40, which was after my divorce, that I decided, well, that didn't work for me. And I'm gonna start being a little riskier. And for a few minutes, I was very risky, but not because I was making really good choices, but because I feel like I had lost my mind for a minute. But then I started to really realize this. And this is what I wanna talk to you most about today. That quote, if you're not willing to take some risks in life, I think you need to just tell yourself it's okay if that's what you choose, but then you're going to live a small life because you're never going to step out of your comfort zone. You're never going to explore the possibilities Risk-taking is definitely part of living a big life. It's part of making all of your goals and dreams come true. It's part sometimes of failure, but it's also part of success. So let's talk about this a little bit more. There are people out in the world that sometimes I say I envy because they try everything, right? Okay. This came, came upon. Let me try it. Let me try it. Now I'm going to tell you, I am deathly afraid of heights. I am not going to try things like jumping out of an airplane, climbing a mountain, um, skydiving somewhere, uh, bungee. Those are not the things for me. They're not. And when I was a kid, I had a little incident in a swimming pool and I'm not going to go do things. That's going to put me at risk out in the water somewhere. I'm not, I'm just not, but as a young child, I had big, big, big goals and dreams. I've shared this with you all before and again, chose to play small, chose to not take a risk. Like, so much so that, guys, I didn't even risk spending money getting my master's. I just found a program that paid for everything. The first time I think I took a big risk was when I left Houston and moved back to Iowa for for a couple of years. I had no idea how that transformation was going to go. It didn't go exactly the way I wanted it to, but I did learn a lot from that. So do I think the risk was worth it? I do. The next time I took a big risk was when I decided to become an author. It cost me money that I didn't necessarily want to spend, and it took me out of my comfort zone because I could blog all day long, but not too many people were looking at my blog. But once you put a book out and my first book went to international bestseller so you know a lot of people looked at it and read it now you're opening yourself up for judgment right and to me that's pretty risky i took a big risk when i decided to do the online talk show again opened me up for judgment spent money that i don't know if i necessarily just had lying around But it worked out. I think that we look at risk and we fear it because it takes resources that maybe we're not necessarily ready to give, if that makes sense. Time, money, our fear, our discomfort. I think that when we realize though, that we have to take the risk in order to move forward, I believe we have to do it in a smart way. You know, there's that phrase work smarter, not harder. I like it to say, think smarter, not harder, because you do need to make sure that the risk is going to work for you. And that you're okay with it if it doesn't go the way you want. So let's go back to that move back to Des Moines, Iowa that I did in 2013. I did it because I was seeing someone. I was in a relationship. I was struggling getting over my divorce, being in the same community, being around the same people. When I was married, now being single, it was weird. I didn't want to deal with it. So I wasn't opposed to moving. But I don't know if I would have moved had I not been in this relationship. And I'll be honest with you. The person that I was seeing was somebody I knew as a child. We had gone uh, uh, to school together, graduated from high school together. Hadn't spoken in years and years and years and reconnected. And he talked a good game. He really did. I definitely learned the phrase. Can you walk the walk or just talk the talk because he could talk the talk. Clearly you can tell that that relationship didn't work out, but what I learned was that it was okay to try. It was okay to take the risk. What did I risk? I risked my time, two years of my time away from here. I risked money. I went there making less money. I sold my house. I lost the home ownership factor. And because of the circumstances of what happened while I was there, lost the ability to get a home right away. And then the fear. I went out on a limb to get into this relationship and then it flopped because I realized that the person wasn't being truthful with me. If I look back on that now, was the risk worth it? Let me tell you why it was. I did something out of my comfort zone for the first time in my adult life. On my own, I made that decision that was big for me. I tried something new. I went to a a new state. Sure, I worked when I was in college um, in Iowa, but I didn't work as a teacher. I didn't work in the profession of education. And that was a whole new world to me. Uh, I interviewed and got hired somewhere that I knew nobody. And even when the relationship went bad, because it did about six months in, I learned how to take care of me, just me. For years, I took care of my family, but I took care of just me for the first time. All of those things were things that I was very, very proud of. Now, do I wish I had not sold my house? Yes, because by the time I returned, the Houston house prices had skyrocketed and I would have made so much money on that house, but there wasn't anything I could do about it. Did I miss the time with my friends and the people here that really are my family? Yeah. But again, I think the benefits, the things that I learned from that experience outweighed all of that. And so I wasn't hating the fact that I took that risk. Now let's fast forward to where I'm at today. It's October 16, as I record this and I'm sitting in my home office in my beautiful home that I built two years ago because of the hard work that I did because of my grit and perseverance over the years. And because I set a goal, had an action plan, and made it all happen. Was it a risk? Absolutely. I'm sitting in this office on a Monday because I risked leaving my structured job with consistent pay to start a business. And have I replaced my income yet? Nope. Am I on the path? Yes. Big risk, right? I'm also sitting here looking at the bulletin board behind my desk and I'm seeing the milestones. Award-winning talk show. International best-selling author. Coach and consultant. life insurance agent, educational support and consultant, a full calendar sitting here on my desk of activities actually matter and a business card from someone who told me last week that their that my podcast has been making a difference in her life. Those, things right there, make the risk worth it. Am I hating the fact that I'm not at six figures yet? Absolutely. I'm a high achiever, but I'm loving the fact that I'm having an impact on the world in exactly the manner I wanted to, when I built this vision of what my business is going to be. So when I take a risk, here's what I've learned to do. Risk does not mean irrational thinking. I think things through. I weigh the pros and the cons. I determine if it's a yes for me. And that yes is an all-in yes. It's not a, well, maybe I'll try this. If it's a maybe, I'm not in. I can't, I don't feel I can take the risk. It has to be a yes, all capital letters for me to move forward. I think about the cost analysis. What will this cost me? How could it potentially help me in the future? What will I need to do in order to make that money risk worth it? Are those actions that I'm capable of doing? I think about my time. I recently took on a new project within the business that I love. It's huge. I'm not ready to give all the details yet, but you have heard me talk a little bit about it, helping women with their financial future success. And here's what it's costing me time. Last week and the week before four nights, four evenings. So I would get up early in the morning, start working. Of course I'm working from home, so it makes it a little bit different, but I didn't close up until 9pm. So there were some days that I started at 7am and finished at 9pm. I was tired. This week it's starting to slow a little bit, or I have a little more control over the schedule, but those first few training weeks were very, very challenging. So time is another thing that you really have to ask. Are you willing to give it up? And again, I highly recommend if you're thinking about taking a risk, you have to be an all in yes on all of these things. Because if you are not, you're not 100% committed. And for any risk to be worth it, you have to be committed. You have to plan to follow through. Sometimes I hear people say, oh, you should price your products at such and such level because people then have, quote, skin in the game. They're contributing some money, which makes it a little more risky, which makes it a little more, oh, I got to be on board and get and follow through on this. And I get that 100%. But again, I think regardless of if you're that type of person or not, Really take your time when you're determining if you're going to take the risk because time and money are two things that you know don't want to give up easily and you can't really get them back, right? Especially time. You're never going to get your time back. Can you earn more money and replace? You can, but you're never going to get your time back. The other thing that I really had to think about as I was starting to take more risks, make more risky decisions is that I had to give myself permission to fail. Not every risk is going to produce the exact result that you have in your mind. It's going to produce a result. And I had to realize that If it was the one I wanted, yay, fantastic, let's celebrate that. But if it was the one I didn't, how was I going to handle that? Because I'm a high achiever. I don't want to fail. And what I did is I reminded myself that failure really is those ways to learn lessons because not everything can be perfect 100% of the time, right? That's not reality. Nobody's perfect. And Even if something doesn't go the way you want it, could you classify it as successful if you learn something from it? Sometimes I I wonder that. So giving myself permission to, quote, fail allowed me to be a little more open to the risk. I hired a business coach last summer. It was costly for me especially on top of everything else that I had. And there was a point in time where I didn't know if I was going to be able to afford the bill. I I was struggling a bit. I was worried, not struggling financially, but just worried because I didn't want to give up something else for that service. I wasn't ready yet. I had to get ready and I had to be an all in yes. And here's the result. I've learned so much. And if nothing else, (laughs) every time I meet with her, I'm validated for the work I'm doing. I see the progress I'm making in this whole endeavor. Now, here's what I'm going to wrap this up with. I'm about to go into my season where I start to reflect on the year Start looking at what what went the way I wanted, what goals did I meet, what didn't go the way I wanted, and what things do I need to adjust going into 2024. And then start action planning and goal setting. I'm going to add a column into my normal process for me to ask the question, was this a risk? Was doing this goal or this action step taking a risk? Because if i want to really continue and make my vision of what sherry dixon coaching and consulting really can be i know i'm going to have to think very very big i have a big goal for the next five years and i have to think different and that includes thinking about risks so i want to set myself up to really know i took a risk here didn't work i took a risk here this worked I took a risk here, but this didn't work. That way I can start to look at those patterns as well. Because being as self-assured and self-aware as I possibly can be as the business owner, as eventually the leader, because again, the goal is big and I want to have employees is going to help me be my best for them as well and for my clients and customers. Risk is not all bad, y'all. I thought it was at one point in my life and I played small. But if you want a big life, you're going to have to think about risks. And I'm okay with that. But remember those little pieces of information that I gave you because I think you are the only one that can determine if the risk is appropriate for you. You are the only one that can decide if you are 100% a yes to take the risk. And you are the one that has to be responsible for when it goes well, for when it doesn't go well, and for doing the actions that's going to get you to that level of success that you're hoping for. This can be personal. This can be professional. It can be in anything you do. So those are my thoughts for this week. Hopefully it was a good one. Hopefully you can start thinking about risk and how you've went through 2023 as you're starting to reflect and get ready for 2024. It's coming fast, faster than we want to admit, or at least when you're 52, faster than you want to admit, that's for sure. Now, again, if you feel like anything that you're working on, you want my support, I have lots of great ways that you can work with me. If you're somebody that wants to become an empowered woman and live and build a life that you want, reach out to me. If you want to explore leadership opportunities and you want to step into that next level in your career, reach out to me. And definitely, if you need help with your organization, making it the best that it can be, reach out to me. My goal is to empower 5,000 women to build a life that they love and that they are ready to live unapologetically. Thank you for tuning in and do me a favor. If this resonated with you, will you take a screenshot and put it on your social media? I'm trying to get as many people reach through this podcast as I possibly can. And each week I see my numbers grow, but I'm not, I'm not at the end yet. I want to see them grow even more. And you can help me by doing that. I don't charge for this free information. And I know that if I can have an impact on one woman every single day, one person each day, then I am truly fulfilling my mission. All right. I will see y'all right back here next week on Strong Inside and Out, the place where we talk about all things being a strong woman. Have a great week, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe. And don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlandherdog.com. Until next time.